Hey, powerhouse. I have a very special invitation just for you. I would love to invite you to the Powerhouse Lawyers Retreat happening September 27th through October 1st in beautiful Ocean Isle, North Carolina. The Powerhouse Lawyers Retreat is a life-changing experience that every single woman in law not only deserves, but needs. It's a four-night getaway in a luxurious oceanfront home with all of your needs taken care of in a house full of other powerhouse women who want the exact same things as you. It's more than a mastermind and more than a community and more than just networking connections. Powerhouse Lawyers Retreat is like nothing that's ever been done before in the legal profession. The only words that I can come up with to describe it are life-changing. And if you don't believe me, just ask any of the past attendees who describe it as lightning in a bottle. One of the best experiences of their life, changing the entire trajectory of their career and a solid differentiation point between life before and after the retreat. One thing is for sure, your life and you will never be the same. So come join us September 27th through October 1st in Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina. Spots are limited, so go grab yours. Head on over to eringuerner.com slash powerhouse hyphen lawyer hyphen retreat. See you there. We have to have all of the small wins to really get to the point to where we want to be in our lives. Are you an ambitious attorney who wants to build a life and career that you cannot wait to wake up for? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Powerhouse Lawyers, a podcast for the powerhouse in each of us. I'm your host, Erin Gurner, a former lawyer, wife, mom, and life coach. And I am on a mission to empower women in the law to define success on their terms by leveraging their unique superpowers to help them win in both law and life. Join me each week to hear inspiring stories, real talk, and the practical tips you need to redefine the toxic narratives that are keeping women overwhelmed trying to do it all. You are worthy and capable of building a life and career that you have always wanted. And I'm here to empower you along the way. So if you're ready to practice law differently, let's go. Hey, hey, beautiful powerhouse lawyers. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited that you are here. I am your host, Erin Gurner, and I'm excited to chat about today's topic because this is something that I am currently coaching myself around and pretty much every single lawyer that I know has this. It's called gold star syndrome. We love to chase all of the wins, all of being the best, being a perfectionist, hitting a home run every single time. We're trained like this. That is our brain. We were good students in school. Then we go on to be lawyers and everything is a gold star competition to be the best. And let's be honest, 
if I've got my life on the line, I want the very best lawyer. I want, I want someone who wants to be a perfectionist, who wants to do the absolute best job. So when used for good, being a perfectionist and a gold star chaser and wanting to be the best, when used for good, it actually can propel you forward in your life, right? Because you want to achieve, you want more, you know that you are capable of more. And like I said, if I'm having open heart surgery, like I want the best, most perfectionist doctor working on me. But with that said, as lawyers, as gold star chasers, we are absolutely terrible about celebrating ourselves and enjoying wins. I myself, this is something that I am constantly coaching myself around. I have to unwind the mentality that every single thing does not have to be perfect or a home run to be quote unquote celebrated. It is so wild to me how much of my life I have lived doing really amazing, incredible things, but giving myself zero credit for it, like zero credit. In fact, the more I achieved, the harder I was on myself, the more I expected for myself, the worse job I thought I was doing. And as a lawyer, we become experts at this because like I said, we've spent our entire lives chasing these achievements, trying to graduate at the top of your class, to get that top internship, to get the top job, to be the best lawyer, to be a partner, to make the most money, to get the best cases. We're constantly taught to do this, but we are absolutely never taught to say, hey, you showing up? is a win. You doing X, Y, and Z is a win. And you need to celebrate that along the way. Because what happens if you don't celebrate wins, you become so self-critical. And unless it's absolutely perfect, you're almost paralyzed because you don't know how to say you're doing a good job just for showing up and trying to do something different, even if it's not a hugely visible win. So it's not a freaking home run. Maybe you just decided you were going to start your own company and you did your first live on social media. That is a win. But what I would do and what many of my clients suffer with is if they would do the exact same thing, the minute they would get off, they would criticize themselves tell themselves how bad it was, what they could have done better, and that they're just not very good at it. Instead of constructively looking back and say, okay, what could I have done better? And let's just celebrate the fact that I did that, that I was brave enough to step outside of my comfort zone. We're so bad at that. I am trying to get better at this, and I'm in a season of where I really needed to take a step back and like really evaluate what I was doing and how I wanted to be managing my time, managing this life that I've built, that I've hustled, that I've worked so hard for, but I'm constantly battling my internal anxiety and need to be doing all the things to somehow justify my worth, to somehow make me the best, be the best. There's not an award. We're not chasing an award, but we've imagined one in our brains. It's like the craziest thing. So I'll even tell an example. I hosted my first retreat for lawyers 
amazing. It was absolutely amazing. You can't even explain. I was so proud of myself or I should have been. Oh, in hindsight, I'm proud of myself. I should have been so proud of myself in the moment when it was over, when I got in the car, when I was like, wow, that was really awesome. I did say that for a second, but the next thing that came up in my mind was, can you do that again? Or was that real? Was that just a fluke? You're an imposter. All of these things. It's not that big of a deal. All of this stuff. It is me constantly as a coach. This is, yes, I coach people in this, but I am also coaching myself. This is real life. This is the real world. These are real feelings that we're combating. Even when we are succeeding on the highest level, it's always a new level, new devil. We're always having to fight our thoughts. We're always having to bring awareness to them, to analyze them, to look at them with grace and compassion and an open mind, but also be acutely aware and ready to take accountability and change of them. It's a constant evaluation of our thoughts. And so when I found myself feeling like this, having this crazy imposter syndrome and feeling like, oh, I can't do it again. That was a fluke. I'm coaching myself to accept the win, to sit in the win, to not immediately jump out and go plan the next retreat, which is exactly what I did. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not criticizing myself for that. But simultaneously with planning the next retreat and being excited about that, I never celebrated the win of the first one. And so that's why I wanted to do this podcast, to get this message out there, to just encourage you to start celebrating the smallest wins. Because the irony of that is that I talked to a client the next week and her response was after she had, I always ask, I always start my conversations with my coaching clients. Give me what's your win for the week. Professionally, personally, give me your wins. And she was like, I don't really know if this is a win. And she like went into this whole thing. And I backed up and pointed out five or six wins. And they were small, but they're wins. Those are the wins you have to celebrate along the way. Because if you don't, like I said earlier, you become so incredibly hard on yourself. You become paralyzed and you convince yourself that you are not able to try new things, that you are not capable. If you are not celebrating the wins and giving your brain small evidence that it's working, that you can do it, your brain is not even going to believe that it's possible. You have to give it the evidence that it's possible. And that is by celebrating those wins. Not everything in life is meant to be a home run. Hell, that rarely happens. That's like the 1%. We have to have all of the small wins combined with setbacks to really get to the point to where we want to be in our lives. That's what this is all about. It's getting up after you skinned your knee and it's celebrating the small wins along the way as you move towards your goal. So I tell you all this, obviously, because we need to be celebrating wins. I was thinking about this in my own personal life and why this is so relevant to me right now is because for the next couple of weeks, we are diving into our full-on summer as a family. My oldest daughter is 12. And I looked around, you guys, and she is 12. I do not have that many more summers with her. And I want to be present 
and I want to enjoy this summer. I love to hustle. I'm a hustler. Anyone will tell you that I am a grinder. You give me a mission, I will go accomplish it. I had a coach tell me that I was the one of the most tenacious clients she's ever worked with in her 11 years of coaching. Like I am a hustler and I have hustled and I have built this incredible company in this life that I desired so I could have the freedom and the flexibility to be present with my daughters, to be present there for the moments that I wanted to be present for. But I wasn't allowing that because I was convincing myself that I still needed to be hustling constantly, busying myself in order to still have success. And I knew, I thought that I had done a lot of work around this. And I have done a lot of work around this. And I'm still doing a lot of work around this. And I thought that I was, quote unquote, doing better. We convince ourselves when we get out of our routines, when we get out of those rhythms that we find ourselves in. And I think the summer does that to us a lot. The kids are out of school. Schedules are weird, all that kind of stuff. And so when we get out of that, we start to doubt ourselves and we think that we need to be doing more and the way we're doing it is not right. And so I have spent the last couple of summers completely unable to relax and enjoy because in the back of my mind, it was always what I should be doing, what I need to be doing, what I could be doing, who I needed to be talking to. And that was not a healthy mindset for me to be in. And I was aware that was happening. And I wanted to change that this summer because I wanted to enjoy, I wanted to celebrate all of the small wins that have happened that have been able to create this life where I have the flexibility to work from anywhere, to still serve my clients from anywhere, to do what I love, what I'm passionate about, and still have the flexibility to be a present mom for my daughters. That is what I've built and what I wanted, and I wasn't honoring that. And so I made the conscious choice to get down to the layers of why. Like, why is this happening? What is going on in my mindset that I needed to change? And that's what I wanted to share with you guys, that maybe some of this resonates with you. Maybe it doesn't, but I just want you to know that if you are in this mindset of continuing to feeling like you need to achieve, you need it, everything has to be perfect and are just not celebrating the small wins of your day as a mom, as a lawyer, as just a friend, just not celebrating those small wins. I just want to share with you the mindset shift and the logistical things that I have done to support myself to be able to make this happen. Because the first part of this is your mindset and becoming aware of your thoughts. I had to get aware and clear around what was showing up for me, what these thoughts were, where they were coming from, what I was making them mean, and then how they were in turn controlling my actions. And just having radical awareness and accountability about that, not judging it, just using it as information. So when you're able to do that and take the guilt and the shame of that, oh my gosh, I've been doing this wrong all along and I'm never going to be able to get it right. That's not true. That's us again, feeling like we have to do everything perfectly. It's the perfectionist in us. It's the non-celebrating of anything. The celebration is that now we're trying, we know different, we know better and we can do better. So mentally, we've got to get in the mindset of being aware and taking stock of currently what's going on in my mind, currently what's going on in my life that I need to change logistically, and then I need to release control. That's the mindset that I need to be working with, right? That I don't need to control 
every facet of my business in order for me to make money. As much as I have delegated and done all of these things and asked for help and eliminate and done all of the things, I needed to go a layer deeper. If I really was going to have the next couple of weeks that I needed to get this on lockdown and get the layers a little bit deeper, and that really required me to get honest with my thoughts, with what was going on in my life and things that I needed to reconcile, release control of, and change the story that I can absolutely still make money and build a business by making some simple logistical and mindset changes for the next couple of weeks that are going to set me up to win. So that's the mindset shift is just being okay with the season that you are in and taking stock of where you are. And the next thing that I did was logistically, I sat down and I made a list of the things that I do on a daily basis for my business. I listed out the things that I really enjoy doing that I know that my zone of genius that I know that I am so good at that I could do all day long. And then I know all of the other stuff that's going on the back end stuff that I don't enjoy stuff that I've already outsourced. I made a list of everything. And I took a long, hard look at that list and said, okay, where are some places here where I can tighten this up? What are some other things that my team can take off my plate and that I need to release control of? Because this is also the mindset piece, right? I had been inadvertently hanging on to aspects and control of different systems and admin tasks that did not need to be mine. They were not income producing activities for me. They weren't in my zone of genius and there were wastes of time. And you accumulate a wasted 30 minutes over seven days. You've wasted a lot of time that could be then gotten back, but you have to be able to take a hard look at what's going on logistically for your team, in your office, in your house. What needs to come off? What can we eliminate right now? What does it need to be on here right now? What can we do away with? What can I delegate further to you? What can I release control of? And now how can I get myself prepared by preparing ahead of time, which is I like to tell myself the story that I write better off the cuff. That is a story that's keeping me stuck in procrastination and stopping me from getting ahead and not wasting time. That was a story that I was telling myself. The story that I am now telling myself is by being prepared and thinking ahead and preparing ahead, I'm actually saving myself time on the back end. So I've delegated to my team. I've taken stuff off my plate that doesn't need to be there. Same in my house, taking stuff off in my house that doesn't need to be there with the kids, with grocery shopping, get things on automation, all this kind of stuff to be able to whittle things down. So for the next couple of weeks, when I'm traveling, I can manage my portion of the business. It's still running without me, still making money while I am actually able to enjoy the business and the life that I have created over the last several years. So for all of my perfectionists out there, for all of my gold star chasers, I want you to know that I see you. I resonate with you. But today, let this be the first day that you start celebrating yourself. Little, something small. Did you make it to the gym this morning and you haven't been in a week? Did you remember to call that friend on her birthday and send her a funny text? Did you have to deal with a really shitty client, but you know what? You kept your cool and you made it through the conversation and it actually ended better than you thought. Did that happen? 
there are so many small wins in your day that you are not taking stock of, that you are not giving yourself. We work in such a fast-paced, draining profession that requires perfection on a level that is sometimes inhuman. We take that on in our lives and our personalities and expect that of ourselves every single day. And that level of perfection is not attainable. It's debilitating. You're imperfectly perfect every single day. And the more you celebrate those small wins, you give yourself that joy, you're setting yourself up to just generally have a better day to feel better about yourself, to practice law better, to just get up and feel good about your life. Because what you're doing, it means something. You're celebrating these wins. Even if it's not per se a client or a case, if it's not in the office, maybe it's at home, maybe it's a friendship. It's just really celebrating these small wins to help enrich your life and bring back in joy. So I hope this was helpful. And if you love this episode, be sure to take a screenshot, tag me on social media, share it with a fellow sister in the law who needs it. I appreciate you so much. Can't wait to see you next time. Remember, go out there and be a powerhouse. Love y'all so much. Thank you so much for listening into the Powerhouse Lawyers podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you catch your podcasts. If you loved this episode, I would be so honored if you left a review. And because I know you are the type of woman who wants to see other women win, be sure to share this episode with someone who needs it. By sharing it, you are empowering a fellow sister in the law to know that she is not alone, there is nothing wrong with her, and that she can build a life and career that she loves. See you next time.